You know what I know, I ain't had nowhere to go, nowhere to go. If you know what I know, I ain't had nowhere to go. If you know what I know, if you know what I know, I ain't had nowhere to go. Broken is about to get cold. I slept in my hoodie, woke up on the train. I wanna rob everybody I know. The thoughts of a menace, I ain't been good in a minute. I'm stuck in the hood, I'm just sitting. Mental been slipping. And I ain't get invited to not one Thanksgiving dinner I'm scared of the winter, New York could get colder than cold Ask God to just open my soul, fuck the system, no I don't wanna vote Not to mention I do not own a coat, it's freezing my nigga I don't got cash and no credit, no Amex or Visa my nigga Slept in my Jeep with the heat on my nigga, I'm starving for real, ain't no secret my nigga I was just trying to get my hands on the perk, my man just got hit, I seen that on a shirt And I got a felony, it's gonna be hard to get work Fuck the judge, I hope you're honor get murked Nobody helping me, nobody there for me Think of my mama, no, she said a prayer for me Pedestrians looking so scared of me Think I need therapy, please, before somebody bury me None of these bitches won't marry me, watch how you stare at me I ain't got nothing to lose, so you better move carefully Think I need therapy, please, before somebody bury me None of these bitches won't marry me Watch how you stare at me, I ain't got nothing to lose So you better move carefully Ain't got no hoodie on, nothing to eat Only dope on the stove that I'm cooking on Might take a life if he looking wrong I'm feeling cold, yeah, ain't got no home, yeah, young nigga ain't got no heart I was just trying to get out of the shop with no jacket, ain't no way to start I mastered the dark nights, Christian Bale Trying to find a home like Dorothy Gale In the land of the free and the home of the brave Where it asked this cat, we lost in hell Walk the streets with no face or name Nothing left to do but embrace the pain Wandering through this wilderness With my only companion is hate and shame Like Johnny Blazes, fuck the world While I walk the line like Johnny Cash Trapped between this light and dark Like Johnny Depp wasn't Johnny Brass Reagan and Trump ain't nothing changed Politics for the politicians Full meltdown in this melting pot While I roam the block with no pot to piss in Got me old, I'll grade Jehovah surrounded by these snakes and cobras constantly i'm getting high cause this life's too harsh to face it sober one nation under god allegedly indivisible welcome to the american dream well a homeless live invisible ain't got no hoodie on nothing to eat only dope on the stove that i'm cooking on. good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the beats brews and points of view podcast i'm your host neil richter along with my partner in podcasting and co-host sitting to my right, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me. Episode 61 is underway. Yes, sir. And we have a, actually, Another two repeat. weeks in a row. This is <laughs> awesome, man. We, we got our friends of the show. Another alumni. Uh, the captain of the flight team is here. Dre uh-huh. Dab is in the building. <laughs> we need Nitro. We need Nitro for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We need Nitro to be our podcast DJ, too. Right. <laughs> Tell him to collar at us. But he's watching, or he will be. Oh yeah, he's, 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 he'll be in here soon. Hell yeah! Welcome back, dude. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate y'all having me back, bro. Absolutely. It's been a crazy year for me. I've seen for the show for everything. It's been dope, dog. Just to see everybody elevate. Yeah, man. I've seen you had a nice run a little bit this year. Yeah, I, I'm doing my thing a little <laughs> bit. I see a couple, a couple show bills come up. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yep. Well, anyways, that track that we opened up the podcast with was uh, the brand new single out of Dave East called No Hoodie featuring Jay Electronica and 0705, uh, um, who I've heard on a couple tracks now. I think she, or he was on Denzel's project, um, the most current one, I think. Uh, 0705? Yeah. I know 0705. I know 070 Shake. Maybe that's who I was thinking of. 070 Shake and 0705 are two different. They're like the same group, but different people. Oh, yeah. okay. Kind of like the YBNs and the YBN or YMB Melodies. The There's like a million. The ASAPs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. But anyways, yeah, that track is really hard. It's called uh, No Hoodie, Nothing to Lose. So um, 
Yeah, I don't know what that's going to be off of. J- Dave East has dropped that last Friday out of nowhere. So every time I see her track with J Electronica, I'm like, all right, got to check that out because yeah, he releases yeah, like one right? song every 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> like a verse from like a, a verse from J Elect is like getting a verse from Andre 3000. It is, man. It like, is. You know it's going to be fire. And you know it's, it's going to get a lot of attention too. <laughs> and it's going it's to be the only verse you hear from him for seven years. Probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, man, what's been up with you, man? I, I know you guys have been doing a lot of work over a flight team. So I've been curious uh, what's been going on since the last time we talked to you. Oh, man. So how long ago was that? March, Shit. March. Oh was yeah, that was yeah, right. Yeah. Good, that was right before City of Trees three. Yep, yes it was. So yeah, it had to be March. And I mean, since then it's been shows, 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 studio, mm-hmm. studio, studio, shows, shows, shows. Um, yeah, like I've been working on Paradise Sky. That'll be out later this month. I'm excited for that. Uh, Villain's been working on his project, The Bad Guy. Nitro put together one compilation. You know, this summer he's going to do that with the boom tunes and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's been dope, man. Everybody's really been working their asses off. So that's awesome, it. man. Yeah, I saw that uh, you guys just had that Thanksgiving show recently. You had uh, Jada on the lineup and everything. So oh, that yeah. was pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, Thanksgiving was nuts. I've, I've never seen that many people that high in one place. <laughs> <laughs> Where was it at? That was at some location in Detroit. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you where the place is like right now, but like, it was dope. It was low key. It was tucked off. Um, it was a line around the block, which is always oh, dope. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Didn't have to wait in that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Who uh who what was the how uh soon before Jada came on did you perform? I opened the show. Oh, you opened the show? Yep. Nice. Hell yeah. Yep. Jada, oh man, I I've always wanted to see Jada because I've never seen any of the Locks members live. Yeah, see, Jadakus didn't perform; he just hosted. Oh, oh yeah, okay. He just hosted. He didn't perform at all. Got you. All right, that's cool. Did you get to meet him? Yes. Nice. That's Hell yeah. awesome, dude. Does he sound exactly like he raps? Oh yeah. He's got. He always sounds like he just smoked like twenty blunts. <laughs> he probably smoked like twenty blunts on his way in, and then another twenty blunts when he got there. <laughs> I believe it. I so, believe that, that for was, sure. They make fun of him. I listen to this podcast called It's The Real. Um, and they do, besides the one that they have with just him and his brother, they also do a one with um, with Sheik Loach and uh, Styles P called Two Black Dudes and Two Jews re- <laughs> Review the Movies. And the four of them just <laughs> get stoned together. And they talk about like certain movies that they, they'll also Is it kind of like a, like a mystery science theater, but just with <laughs> weed? Kind of. <laughs> but they always, like, they always make fun of Jada because Jada's not on the podcast, but he'll always be there. They're like, yeah, the reason why J- we didn't include Jada in the titles because he always just gets high and then falls asleep on the couch. So it's really just <laughs> the four of us doing this. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But anyways, tell us a little bit about Paradise Sky, dude. I'm I'm intrigued about the new album. Oh man, so Paradise Sky, uh, I will start with this. It's completely different than City of Trees. Yeah. So everybody's asked me about it. I tell them not to expect City of Trees. This is a totally different Dre. I'm in a different bag. Um, I would say Paradise Sky. I'm a lot more open about my life mm-hmm. and the things that have kind of gone into what got me to this point of just being a musician and like deciding that this is what I want to do because, you know, Paradise Sky, I feel like I kind of found my lane. Like, this is for me. This is what I want to do. I got, you know, I got some experimental tracks on there too where I'm like singing and harmonizing a little nice. bit. Like, it's, it. it's different, man. But I like it. The, the reception has been warm and amazing. And, you know, the people that have heard it and just the snippets I've done at shows, like people go crazy for it. And it was like, I can't wait till it drops. I can't wait till it drops. So... That's no. sweet, man. Yeah, I appreciate man. that because you'll have some nice storytelling raps because you guys have plenty of uh, 
songs you can cruise to, plenty oh, of yeah. songs you guys can party to. So it'll be nice to add this other element to it. And it's still like kind of that vibe. Like it's it's still something you can slap in the car and go from top to bottom and ride to it. I, but I just I take you on a journey in a different way. Like you might want to smoke a joint to it, but there's some stuff on there you might cry to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you might feel overjoyed. There's some there's some got stuff a lot on there of got can, a roller coaster of emotions. It looks pretty like. much, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I, I like that the most, most man. I feel like how you get it. to know an artist is when they have like the personal songs on there, and I feel like all that like Royce just had like my favorite album of uh, album of Royce from last Book year, Ryan. Book Ryan. Oh, yeah. I feel like he was so personal on there that you like could really connect with the music and understand like where he was go, where he was at in life, and what he was going through and shit. So I appreciate that. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um. Anyways, let's uh, get to cracking open these bad boy beers that you got for us today, huh, you man? All let's right. So from here, we have a, from Big Lake Brewing, we have Z's Pet Polar Bear. I honestly got this just because of the, like the actual cover or the uh, artwork here. It looks kind of cool. It's like a polar bear with red redded out eyes. Kind of looks a little, yeah, a little dark, funny. actually. <laughs> it's a little badass. Uh, it's a New England IPA, so I'm expecting something very hazy, like kind of thick. Kind of has like a hot, like a strong, like citrus flavor to it. It's actually looks like it's brewed with Citra, Mosaic, Idaho Gym, and Eldorado hops. So you know, you just got like a clusterfuck of hops going there, like a typical New England IPA. Mm-hmm. I'm expected. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be good. And while we're pouring these up, I'm gonna pass the Augs core down to Dre Dab over here, so we can hear a little bit of music from his brand new album coming out soon. So this will be some exclusive for you guys listening. Yeah, man. Like y'all probably have never heard this music before, unless you've been to a show. So I haven't. So recently, we have not so heard this music. Before. I have not heard yeah. this music. It'll be dope, man. Let me see what I want to hit y'all with first. Yeah. You can play as many as you please. This beer smells so good. It does smell good. It smells really good. Oh, yeah. Ooh, let's just go right into this one. I like this one a lot. All right. So this is probably one of my favorite tracks on the album, actually. This is uh, Goals. It's got Cyrus King on there, too. Oh, nice. I got a separate Shout track Cyrus. with everybody from the squad. I just want to swish ball out like the pros. Turn a bucket wet to a brand new rose. Take my girl love a seas kick back with the bros. In a million dollar crib, little homie, that's ghost. I just want to swish ball out like the pros. Turn a bucket wet to a brand new rose. Take my girl love a seas kick back with my bros. In a million dollar crib, little homie, that's ghost. Fly shit, smoking weed, looking debonair. Pow wow, blowing smoke signals in the air. Young rocker smoke a joint longer than my hair. Started off local, not a young homie everywhere. I get in places you can't. Roll up this day. Bitch, we the shit in you ain't. Flight team, yeah, that be the game. You know when a damn thing change, homie, y'all still slide with my top down. Cruising through my city, middle finger to a hater, cause they hate that shit. Yo, this one for the ones that told me I couldn't make it. If you doubted me, consider this my payback, bitch. You see, I'm self-made, I ain't got no deal. Only fire if I smoke it, I ain't got no chill. Smoke a whole lot of weed, I don't pop no pills. And if I said it, then it's only cause we do that for real. I just wanna switch ball out like the pros. Turn a bucket wet to a brand new rose. Take my girl over seas, kick back with the bros. In a million dollar crib, little homie, that's ghost. I just wanna switch ball out like the pros. Turn a bucket wet to a brand new rose. Take my girl over seas, kick back with my bros. In a million dollar crib, little homie, that's ghost. Hey yo, I 
I remember back when these niggas wasn't fucking with me. Now I shit on tracks and I gotta keep a bucket with me. That ain't shit but facts. All my niggas send me talking with me. All my friends and family hustle like I got the toy lucky with me. I'ma need a minute to really get in my bag. I'm the fiber optic plug, you dial up with the lags. And I'm building all these armies and I ain't throwing no flags. All these niggas is my sons, but they ain't calling me dad. Since oh. you a shooting star, but you really hit just an asteroid. Posted on the gram, you talking nothing but ass noise. Never need acceptance, not looking for your approval. Got a pack in the back to handle all your removal. Go sack so high that I'm fucking up all the stars. My flow is a different galaxy, light years away from Mars. You niggas spitting that fallacy, lying in all your bars. Sick on my final analogy, all the driving, no cars. I just wanna swish ball out like the pros. Turn a bucket whip to a brand new rose. Take my girl overseas, kick back with the bros. In a million dollar crib, little homie, that's ghost. I just wanna swish ball out like the pros. Turn a bucket whip to a brand new rose. Take my girl overseas, kick back with my bros. In a million dollar crib, little homie, that's ghost. I like the sound of that a lot. You guys, you guys definitely been putting some work in, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah, you guys are both real in the pocket on that. Yeah. Shout out Cyrus too. I've been paying attention to some of that mixed bird shit he's been putting out. I really like that shit too. Oh yeah, yeah. Cyrus has been working, man. He do, he does his thing. Um, I remember that studio session actually because Cyrus was so nervous. Was he? Yeah, he was super nervous. He was like, "Oh man," like because he heard my verse and everything first, <laughs> and I was like, "Look." I'm sending everybody's tracks out. Everybody's feature track got sent out the same day. Yeah. And I was like, Cyrus, the song I have you on is probably my favorite one on the album. Uh-huh. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hears your verse, too, and then yeah. he's extra nervous. <laughs> That's funny. But I, I was proud of him, man. He did his thing. So. He did, man. That sounds great, man. I, I love all you guys in the flight team. I've been paying attention to a lot of the a couple tracks that Villains put out too, man. I really like oh, Villain yeah. style too, bro. Yeah, Villain is coming a long way as an artist. I I would say, watching Villain kind of like do it from the ground up and being there for the entire process has been a gift because it's like, you know, I've never really been on the outside looking in at somebody's career like that uh-huh. and just you know just seeing them develop their writing and just kind of develop like this hunger. To where, like, Villain will tell you himself, like, he didn't want to rap before, mm-hmm. you know? It was just, he would freestyle from time to time. And I'm like, look, man, you can do something with this. Let, mm-hmm. Like, let's let's do something with it. And, you know, it just kind of took off. And it's like, I feel like my dream has kind of turned into a passion of his, too. Yeah. Which is always dope, you know? Yeah. So Energy connects energy, man. For real. Yeah. And that's funny, man. A lot of big names that got started that way. Like, Schoolboy Q was the dude that was just hanging around in the studio who never believed he could rap. He's like, nah, I can't really do this. And then, like... Uh, all like the black hippie guys would push him to do it and then he just kept doing it more and got better yeah. and better and the same with Vince Staples like Vince Staples never wanted to rap and Mac Miller was like dude you can rap so he for like real, kept pushing yeah. him was like I'll make your beats <laughs> yeah, I've got the studio real. just come in let's do this yep. so yeah rest I mean, in peace to Mac Miller man yeah absolutely rest in peace to Mac Miller for sure and you, did Hustle you bring something up else. about Mac Miller earlier wasn't there supposed to be the Pink Slime EP yeah so Pharrell actually just wanted to talk about that like the they had like a, co- a collab project between Mac Miller and Pharrell that was supposed to come out in like 2013 or something what? like that called Pink Slime. I remember hearing about it back then, but I knew it didn't come, you know, obviously it didn't, never came out. Right. But I guess he just did an interview with Genius about why it never came out and stuff like that. Are they planning yeah. on putting it out or? I don't think so. No? Damn, that'd be sweet. That's gonna be, I, be, I think there's gonna be a lot of fire, unreleased bro. Mac Miller stuff that you'll start to see surface. Also, a bunch Hopefully. of shit probably gonna bubble up in the next few years. Yeah. I wonder who has the charge. I wonder if it would be his parents that are charged of that or if it's like Q or. I any think of those his guys. parents have all his masters and stuff like probably, that. So yeah. it'll probably be his parents. Yeah, that would make sense. But, um, well, Mac's parents, you know, we would appreciate that dope. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Remember what, everyone that talks about his parents says that his mom is like one of the coolest people ever. And she was like, 
just as much as part of the most dope family as like all their dude, friends and shit. That's dope. So that, that was pretty cool too. But uh, dude, this beer is delicious, man. I like this shit a lot. Yeah, it's it's like, like all like the citrus without any bit without that much bitterness. I won't say. Yeah, I would like, say this is like yeah. definitely the fruitiest IPA I've ever. Yeah, had. man. Yeah. New England's are because it's what do you call it? Because it's double the hop content and stuff like that. It's all and it's unfiltered. Like the difference between an IPA, like a New England IPA and a regular IPA, is just that New England IPA is unfiltered, so okay. you have all that citrus content in it. Okay. okay. Like uh, like if you know if you ever had M forty three. It's another one. That's like the standard for New England IPAs. But yeah, this one is like it's not that bitter at all. I actually yeah. like this better than I like M forty three, and I'll say that right now. But, I was gonna yeah, say okay. for an IPA, I, I feel like it does doesn't taste nearly as hoppy as like a lot of the beers that I try. Like nah. it's not nearly as hoppy as like Too Hearted or any of that. So this is good, man. I've never had. Uh, I don't know. Have we had anything by Big Lakes Brewing on here? No, but we've had New England IPAs. Yeah, yeah. It just it just tastes different to me. I don't know. I really like it. Um, and then yeah, I pulled up a little bit about uh new england or, i mean uh big lake brewing in case you were curious about how they started so um i pulled it up here on the website it says they were founded in 2009 uh it says we started as a brainchild of three engineers living in holland michigan two of us were devoted home brewers for years working in our garage with a sub sabco brew magic and perfecting our recipes that half barrel system eventually turned into a three barrel system in a 3,000-square-foot pub with 60 seats. With an emphasis on quality ingredients, consistent recipes, and a passion for quality control, our three-barrel system soon turned into a seven-barrel system with a small caning line. Uh, Within three years of opening the pub, demand grew, and we opened a production facility with a 15-barrel brew house. A year later, we moved out of the 3,000-square-foot pub into a 7,000-square-foot pub with a full kitchen. Growth has, uh, hasn't come easy for us, but with a foundation built around quality, consistency, and a passion for good beer, Big, Big Lake Brewing has grown more than we could have ever imagined it, and we're excited to see that what the future holds. That's what's up, Big bro. moves. Dude, that's awesome, bro. That fucking- That was dope. That came a long way, and that's only like, shit, they started a decade ago, and they did all yeah, that quick in shout 10 years, out to, man. Uh, by the way, quick shout out to Jordan West over at the Plymouth Rock, like yeah. the actual restaurant, because you know, his brewery just launched a couple uh, oh, couple really? weeks ago, yeah. I didn't know anything uh, about Yeah, that. apparently they sold out of every fucking thing they had. Like you know They sold like a thousand beer. Yeah, Westwind Brewing dope. Company. It's uh, in Indiana. Oh shit! Good for okay. him. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan. Yeah, shout out to Jordan on that one because right. I've I've been pitching him recipes for like a year. I'm like, yo, try this, try this, try this. I keep like brewing stuff like that, keep tweaking it. So hopefully he picks up one of my shit one day. Yeah. Do you That'd guys have a date yet for that show that you put together with um, Adventure of the Vultures and D- Yes, D- December twenty eighth. December twenty eighth at uh, yeah. at, uh, at Rock Bar. Rock. You yeah. guys should okay. definitely go check that out. Uh, Adventures with Bul- Vultures, aka Matt Sauter and his boys. We'll be playing and Delia, both uh, alumni to the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. So you should go check that shit out. Hey, what up, Nitro? I see you. Show yep, too. Nitro, we see you there. Yeah, Nitro's going to be there too. Big airplane emoji. Yeah. No, I got dibs on Nitro that night. I got another gig. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, but yeah, anyways, we can uh, move right along into um, something old, something new this week. Um, I actually had. Both of my something news aren't brand new, but they're both new to me. So I counted them down for something new, and then I had one something old. Um, you want to kick it off with the something old? Or yeah, something sure. New? I'll kick it off with something old. Um, I've been talking about lately on here, like the music that I like to listen to in this kind of weather, like in the cold and the winter shit. And I've mentioned a couple of my favorite albums that I like to listen to around this time of year. 
And another one that I haven't brought up yet is um, the indie rock band Grizzly Bear, who I've been a big fan of for a while, um, taking it all the way back to 2009 with their third studio album called Vecadimist. Um And that was released on May May 26th of 2009 on Warp Records. But uh, I guess it was named after Vecadimist Island, which is a small island in Dukes County, Massachusetts. Um, that album was produced entirely by their bass player, and uh, entered the Billboard charts at number eight, which uh, eventually it only sold. It's funny how album sales go. Like in its first week, it only sold thirty-three thousand copies, but then went on to sell another two hundred twenty thousand copies within the following months. And then a year later, it ended up getting gold certification, uh, which is pretty cool for an independent band. I think. Um, Hell yeah, that's that's pretty hard to do. Um, but if you had, if you don't know these guys, man, they're just really interesting. Like cool indie rock music it's kind of like psychedelic indie rock music they have a couple dudes that sing um and they both have super different sounding voices and they'll go back and forth with their vocals and it's kind of like almost like a haunting kind of thing they got going on but i've always really liked their music um i guess so you can hear some of it i can pull a little bit up just because then you can know what they sound like actually a lot of their most popular songs like this actually you got, you got the oxford real yes quick? sir go for it that bad boy back in here real quick um this song two weeks by them was probably one of their most popular and that was on this this album so i'll just put a little bit of that on just for a sec So you could hear a little bit of what they sound like. It almost kind of reminds me of like his voice right there. Um, two dudes that sing. I think uh, one is Daniel Rosin and the other one's Ed Dristel. I think that was Ed Dristel. Kind of sounds like almost like he's from the '80s a little bit to me, even though they came out in like the mid 2000s. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just like that shit when the snow's coming down. I guess cool ass music to me. So that's what I had for something old this week. Okay. What about okay. you, Eman? Something old. So I kind of decided to pick this one up just because it's an album anniversary. Uh, actually, as of today, it's six years old. Oh, nice. I went with uh, Childish Gambino because of the internet. Ooh, yeah. Six years old today. Yeah. Uh, probably one of I, my second favorite project behind them because nothing's stopping Awaken My Love for me so far. Right no, now. yeah, I agree no. with you. But That's when I started taking them really some, seriously, though, is because of the internet. Yeah, I know, man. But this album has some bangers on it. Fucking World Star, The Worst Guys with Chance, yes. uh... 3005, of course. I mean, just overall, like, this album was so first. What was the one with Janae Aiko on it, too? It was uh, Telegraph Ave. 
I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Telegraph. That's that's a tr- super weird trippy it has video, like, too. Have you yeah, seen the video to that? Yeah, with, with the, the alien. Monster, with yeah, the yeah, monster alien. and alien. Have you, have you watched the video yeah. to that, right? <laughs> but no, man, I, I really am a big fan of this one. I think it was on it was, it was was on Glass Note, right, when you recorded this album? I think it was like the uh, second to last one before you left them. see. It says it was... It doesn't say where it was recorded, too. No, I can... I can, I can fact check. Azalea Banks cool. was on that on that album. Sounds Ugh. about right. He was. They they actually worked together quite a bit. Surprisingly, I don't remember uh, she, what song that she was she on. Might on have that some album, backup or some writing credits or something. And yeah, it was under uh, Glass Note. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then he also had that that weird ass little short movie, Clapping for the Wrong Reasons, that went along with like the release of that album that he put out. It was like that short movie that he did. Or oh yeah, he was recording out in Hawaii or whatever. Chance is in it. Trinidad James is in it. Um, yeah, no, that's a dude. That's that album is definitely when I started to take Childish Gambino more seriously because, like, the first two, I'm like, all right, this kid can rap, but it's kind of goofy still. And then, like, oh, that camp? Album, yeah, with camp. Yeah, I was like, this is like cool, but like, if he keeps doing like this, it's gonna be tired. And then, like, this shit was like, whoa, th- what am I listening to? Like, he wasn't rapping all, like the same type of shit the whole way through. And there was a lot of cool production on because of the internet, yeah. too. So I thought that's about yeah. sweet. I think like one of my favorite tracks, and it, fit, it went underrated. Underrated to me was uh the party. Which one is the party? He's like we can't all the fuck up. Dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah. smoking, smoking, drinking, drinking, fucking, fucking. I gotta look up which one Azalea Banks was on. Worst guys, Telegraph F had Lloyd. I don't see her. Pink toes is the song with Janae Aiko. Oh, Azalea Banks was on. Uh, Earth, the oldest computer. I don't even. I don't know. I'm just ter- terrible with song titles. I, I thought Janaeco was on Telegraph X. I know she was in the video. She's for in the song. video. That, it it might not be her. Lloyd is featured on. Uh, it, it was Lloyd's original song. Yeah. Yep. And then he flipped it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she was just in the video for that. And shout out to Ludwig Gorgens and or, or Goran and his like. That's his opponent, basically. Yeah, because he did. Uh, <laughs> he did a lot of his production. Most of his production, he does actually. Pretty much he did. All the production. He did. Uh, this is. Uh, this is America too. Yeah, and he. Yeah. I, I've seen some cool videos too, where it's like showing about like how they came up with different like beats and stuff, like for the album. Like there was a video of him putting together like how he came up with the the melody for Redbone. That was pretty cool. That's on YouTube. Yeah. If you just type in Ludwig Gorgans and you find it. That's dope. But right. um, you yeah. Anything old? One. Oh, something old. All right, so. So you know she know how to format yeah, this man. goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Some old man. So lately I've been listening to a lot of Roy Ayers. Nice. Okay. Yeah, man. That's what I like to cruise around to. That's a, that's been actually like my decompressing music at the end of almost every day now. <laughs> you know. I dig it. Yeah. For I'm those of you who don't up. who don't know who Roy Ayers is, that's my life in the sunshine and searching and mm-hmm. yeah, winter sadness and all that. It's dope, man. It's it's definitely a vibe. I think it's something I picked up from my uh, my parents actually, just listening to that growing up. I had a conversation with my dad Everybody a couple of weeks ago. Everybody like, man, sunshine. I, I really, yeah, I had a conversation with my dad. I was like, dog, I'm turning into you, bro. <laughs> I used to hate this music. Now it speaks to me. I get it, you know. So you gotta hit that certain age. Dude, yeah, I'm definitely turning real. into my dad. I, I can tell now. Like my dad's retired, so I hang out with him a lot more. And I'm like, man, I have like so many of like. The same qualities my dad does, and the same music taste and shit too. Yeah, sure. I don't. A little bit of Roy. Roy I'm actually complete opposite moment. music taste to my dad, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Liquid love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
shit. They just don't, it, music doesn't hit you like this anymore. No, man. It doesn't hit you like this anymore. And this one was like pop music back then. Right. The pop music was so much better. Right. <laughs> All these crazy bass lines and shit yeah, like, like that, bro. Funky. Yeah. Twelve dudes all playing the bass, one lead guitarist, sweaty as hell. <laughs> that's, that's like that one group you saw the, uh, a couple weeks ago, man. Molly Wop. Yeah, Molly Wop. Yeah, they were crazy. They just started following me on Instagram. So I'm gonna holler at them, try to get them on the show. Man, we saw we went to this uh, we went to Northern Lights Lounge a couple weeks ago, and we saw this group. They kind of remind me of like Parliament Funkadelic. Definitely. A little bit because they had like the same hand dress. It's like that mixed with like the village people almost. Okay. It was, it was like this weird fusion and they, they rapped on it too and everything. It was, it was the craziest shit ever. It was like a huge. That's wild. There was like a wide range of ages too. Like the lead singer looked like he was probably like our age or whatever. The bass player was probably in the 60s. Like yeah, it was all over the place. Like it was like, it was the one the chick place. that was dancing and then she started singing, she was probably early 20s. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. That's dope. That's like a group of coworkers got together and was like, hey, that's <laughs> pretty up. much it. I want to make a band. Straight up. We're going to get rich and say, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Roy Ayer. Shout out to him. I'm, that's, that's what I'm going to cruise home to tonight. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, moving on to something new. Um, for me this week, they're not brand new albums, both of which came out in 2018, but uh, it's new to me because I didn't know anything about either of these artists beforehand. So um, first one is by a dude called Jameson, who is a singer-songwriter from Detroit, actually, and he plays like a bunch of different instruments, sings. His voice almost like has the same like quality, kind of like Justin Timberlake's a little bit more, a little bit, only a little bit okay. more gritty, I would think. Lyrics are a little bit darker sometimes too, but um, man, I really like his shit a lot. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play one of his songs at the end of the uh, episode today, but um, I actually I discovered him. I was driving to my um uh, my nephew's baptism a few days ago, and I was listening to um it was on Sunday, so I was listening to Andalisi's uh, essential music on uh, NPR. And she was like, yeah, this next artist I'm going to play is from Detroit. He's uh doesn't have a huge following yet, but he's really talented. And she played his shit, and I was like, ooh, this is really dope. So that's who I um gravitated towards this week. And then besides him, there was this other cat who we've actually we played one of his songs last week on here. But that was the only song I had heard of him at that point. His name is Jacob Collier. Um, he has a track out with Daniel Caesar, which is the one that we played last week. But I got into one of his albums from 2018 and I was kind of like taken aback by this shit. Cause like, it's like, it has no genre to it. Like it'll go from like sounding like some world music, like some African type shit to like psychedelic stuff. Sometimes in the same song, like he's constantly changing beats and tempos and that's dope. He's super dope, man. And he's like a one man band. I read that he's uh, signed to Quincy Jones's uh, management company. Really? Oh yeah. He's set. Yeah. He's, he's set, set, man. And then like, so I guess he wants to do everything by himself live. Like he doesn't want like all of his music definitely has like tons of musicians playing in it. You can tell when you listen. He's to young, it. man. He's like twenty five. Twenty five years London. old. But yeah. they dev- apparently they dev- designed some kind of like like music vehicle for him to be able to produce this all by himself live. And it was uh, designed by like students at MIT. 
Oh shit! Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, holy he's, shit! He's gonna be here soon too. He's coming, or well, not soon, but he's gonna be here in May, May twentieth. He's playing at the Majestic. Wow! So I like, really okay. want to check this cat out. Um, yeah, check out his album. The one that I listened to, I didn't like the one. So he has two out, two volumes of it. Uh, it's called De Jesse Volume One and De Jesse Volume Two. I started listening to Volume Two, and it seemed like it was more like folk music, kind of. So that one was like all right to me, but the first volume was like funk and like soul and jazz and world music big band shit it was just really fucking cool so um if you are interested in some checking out something that sounds totally different and not like the same shit that we hear every day on the radio check this kid out um yeah so those are my two something news this week what you got e-man got a couple i got one album and two singles actually nice there's a bunch uh, of new singles that were pretty good this week. It was a couple, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you played the Davies, J Electronica mm-hmm. one. That was one I really liked. One I now my thought was okay. I mean, it wasn't you know it wasn't bad. It wasn't great though. Uh, Fat Joe Family Ties. I like it, bro. I liked. It. I, I mean, hype. I don't hate it at all, mind you. It's it's good. It's just I wouldn't you know it's not. I wouldn't put it up top. Fat Joe project. I didn't no, even know Dre yeah. from Cool and Dre could rap, so I I was really <laughs> impressed by his rapping on there. I think Fat Joe kind of sounds hungry, bro. He sounds like he's got like some drive, like some. I mean, he's had enough time. Yeah, right? he's, had, true. he's had enough time to come up with something. Damn, it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's a good project. It's a solid project. I definitely recommend you check it out. It just wouldn't put it in a top tier like project. Yeah. yeah, I've only listened to a couple songs, so I can't judge the whole album yet. But um, I I mean, I love Fat Joe, so I'm definitely gonna check the rest of it out. Okay, the one with Eminem was dope. That one track. That shit that track was, was fucking dope. nice, bro. That that line the about the eunuch with. With Nick Cannon was that sparked some shit because Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon put out one dish. He put out another one today. Yeah, he put out another one. Yeah, he put out another a video, I think, too. Yeah, two. Oh, tracks, oh wow, two tracks in a row. The, the second one's got like all of his wild and then Obi Trice. Oh, Obi Trice put out. I only heard the the wildin' out one. I did, there's a diss track before it. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's one it's with a, uh, Hitman and Oh, Shook Knight. Uh, Shook Knight's yeah, on Shug it. Knight. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I heard. Yeah, that's, yeah, Shug that's Knight the one, and this one that came out today. Prince Hitman. Easy <laughs> and everybody else on there. No, that the first one had Hitman and uh like Clips or whatever, which are two battle. Oh, Charlie Clips, yeah. Charlie Clips. Those that was on the first that was one on the first one with Shug. The invitation. The new one has yeah. like all the fucking wildin' out cats. It's it's stupid, bro. Like, you got to come up with something. Did you better see? Than that. <laughs> However, Obi Trice dropped a diss track against him today too. Against Nick Cannon? Yes. <laughs> how the hell did Obi Trice just got arrested? Like, right. How the hell did hey. he have time to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. And Max B just put out an album, and he's yeah. still in jail. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. They Is do. he? I thought yeah. he got released this year. No, he gets out this year, yeah, but he's uh, still in jail. Yeah, this month. Yeah, he's he's got a. He just put out an album last Friday. I haven't listened to it yet, but. It's got a bunch of features on it and shit. I'm like, where the hell did he record this? Like, I don't, I don't understand. All right. Well, <laughs> another another single I've been listening to, actually, a band I've been talking about the past couple weeks is uh, Fever 333. Mm-hmm. They put out their new single, Vandals. I'm a big fan of it. I like the direction the band's going. They have like this, like, kind of like this uh rage against the machine type feel to them. Yeah. Uh lead vocalist kind of sounds a little bit like Chester Bennington, which I mean, but it's like more like political charge, like lyrics to it. It's it's fucking dope, man. Okay. I'm a big fan okay. of them. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's have to nice. check that out. Uh, something new for me. Y'all heard the Games New album? Yes. Yep. One around. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. I'm just I'm just making sure, man. Yes, I sir. think everybody in America, I <laughs> I think everybody who loves music should listen to the Games album. Yep. Because there's something on there for everybody. That's what I said. You know? It is. There's is literally something on there for everybody, and that's something you don't get a lot with music anymore. Is where like. You know, I 
I was playing it the other day at work and we got this old dude. He probably 66, 70 years old, man. And he was like, what's this? <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> oh, I like this. I, I got to put it. I'll, I'll put it up there with documentary. It's like yeah. games projects. Like that was, it was really yeah, good. Man. It was good, man. And then he, like the Nipsey feature was nuts. Super nuts. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. So that's like, that's one of my something news. The other one is uh, Currency just released Hot August Nights. That like dude puts out so much music. It. But so this one is like a remix of all the songs that were on Hot August Nights that came okay. out this summer. And he's got like Rick Ross on there. Uh, obviously, everybody from Jet Life. So like Fendi P and everybody. Yep. And it's dope just to hear all those songs like kind of remixed, remastered with different perspectives. And then um, what else is dope? My homie Willie J. Peso just dropped his project, uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. He's one of the ones that threw Thanksgiving. I remember together, so I remember you were uh, I remember the video you had with him, you and Villain, I think, right? Yep. Smoke okay. Out. I remember that. And then there was another show. I think it was the one with uh Damn, was it was it Trick Trick on the on that bill or something like that? If somebody it was a show, I think you guys did, right? Probably. I wanna say Damn, I saw this it was maybe in the fall, I wanna say. I'm not sure it was a, it was a it was a so bigger show. I remember Willie J. Peso was on that bill, and I know you were on that bill. And I know I saw like some other people that were familiar with. Look, that might have been Hash Bash. It might have been Hash Bash. I think that was Hash Bash. You know, okay, there yeah, you go. Hash Bash. It was like me, Willie J. Peso, um, a bunch of artists from Detroit. Thanksgiving is his new one. Yeah, Thanksgiving is new. What's the track on here you like the most? I'm about to play a little bit of it because I haven't heard any of it. And... I'm curious. Let me see. It's it's still new to me, so I don't know all the titles yet. Um, I know there's one on there with uh Oba Rolling that's pretty good. Yeah, new rules. I like new that rules. one. Right, yep. I'll play a little bit of that. And then the skits, he's got a uh, Jay Will from Detroit, one of the comedians, doing all these like crazy oh, things. Oh shit! Skits okay, is, is nuts. Uh, I've been chasing paper, all I've been doing lately Can't let niggas phase me, cause niggas never made me Niggas is from Gazy, but none of that amaze me Niggas on me favors, sending back maybe. I don't know how, I don't know where I heard this at, but I've heard this like recently I know shit get dangerous, but can't nobody save me Feel like a dirty baby, cause won't nobody change me Can't nobody change me, nigga get your change up Real niggas never change up, whole niggas gonna blame us Fuck a bitch, make her famous, forget what the bitch name is I feel the same nigga I'm the same nigga. I just play it differently. I, I ain't play this one like Shade 4 or 5 or like this. I know I've heard this like in the past couple I days. Out of I played this in the past couple days. Right? I think this is, or I heard this in the past couple days. Yeah. Woke this morning, champagne sipping. Shout out to Peso. Made it this far, some of my dogs did. If you pay attention, see how I did it. I like to see all the people like, smell a thing if I'm back to sit. If she let me get it, what's a coming back? It just makes me want to go higher. I done fucked on little baby, now I'm acting different. We were just talking about Breeze last week in the studio. He's talking about how when we get in there with high potency, he's like, we're friends and everything, but we just try to go at each other's throats in there and try to just try to top each other and shit. He's like, that's the way it goes. But you know what? The best music comes out like that. Yeah, that's for sure. I like the artists that I could go in there with and they'll be real with me. You know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. hey, nah, that's not it, bro. Like... I hate the the yes man that be like, oh no, whatever you say is is dope because you yeah. Dre Dab, bro. Like, nah, right. I don't right. want to hear that. I say some whack shit from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does, but I say some whack shit, and I go back and be like, man, y'all let me put this on a record, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is out on wax now. I gotta live with this. It's hard to. It's tough to like critique your friends because like, especially with like 
their art, you know, people take their art really personally and shit. Oh, yeah. and it's hard to like, it's hard to navigate around a conversation where you want to tell them something constructive without shitting on what they're doing. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. it's a tough thing to do, but you got to do it. You're, you're not a good friend if you're just going to tell them everything is fucking good. I remember, Neil, I remember one, it was one particular time. I forgot what we were talking about. He goes, honestly, I thought this shit was going to be trash. You were talking about me about something. Like, I thought this shit was going to be trash. <laughs> but it's dope. <laughs> I thought it was going to be trash. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad Proof I exceed expectations. <laughs> yeah, For real, you need those people around you. So if you I feel like if you ever want to move forward in life, you need those people around you that are going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that like that's essential. I so, agree, man. I feel like that's what like I feel like that's what was missing when uh, what was the last project Eminem put out that before Kamikaze that people didn't really like very oh, much. The it had like album. It had the one with Beyonce and all them poppy tracks on it or whatever. It's just like that to me was like, how was there no one in your camp that was was telling you like this ain't it, man? Like this shit is bogus. It's like, about who? Like the like Eminem. Like he's got so many people around him. Like just everyone afraid to tell Eminem that. Nah, man, this is probably not like what because you it's mean, Eminem. Yeah, it's, it's because it's Eminem. They're like, oh, you you Marshall Mathers, bro. You can't put out nothing weak, bro. It's, it's you. <laughs> Everything you say is a gem. No, not it. Not at all. Eminem ain't been that hot in the past, like. <sighs> On top of that, and almost I was, a decade. I was bro. thinking about like people like Eminem even sign. He really hasn't had like a hit, like a somebody that made a hit since like fifty. Well, like even Slaughter or well, Boogie. I want Boogie. Yeah, Boogie was way. dope. Boogie's dope. And that's I, a. I was just about to go into Griselda. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm talking about like since before that. I mean, Slaughterhouse was dope, but they you know they didn't they really did pop off yeah, like they did. Right. Yellow Wolf. Kinda, but still not on that same level. See, I liked Yellow Wolf before he was signed to Eminem. Oh man, Trunk Music Zero Sixty was dope. I like Yellow Wolf was way better. Fucking amazing though. Before it's almost like the it's almost like the Bad Boy Curse. Yeah, man. Yeah, making that like corny, like whatever the fuck, like back and forth between like country and rap and shit. Yeah, I did. No, I actually did like that. Uh. He had a couple singles off of that album. What was it? Love Story? Mm-hmm. When he had that, like, it was like kind of like a country album. He had a couple on there that was yeah. dope. The one with Eminem, was it Best Friend or something like that? Yeah, Best that Friend. That song was dope. Yeah. But his last one, that Trunk Music 3, um, well, the last one before, I guess, the one that just came out. Mm-hmm. But that album was fucking amazing. That was like the best Yellow Wolf album I heard in years. Yeah. Um, I think their their biggest misstep for Shady Records was, um, or was it Shady or was it, it might have been just Aftermath? I can't remember. But John Connor, I feel like was mishandled. That was Aftermath, yeah. and that was Dr. Dre, and I felt, and yeah. to this day, I said John Connor, I thought was going to be bigger than Kendrick Lamar at oh, one yeah. point. At yeah, one for point, sure. he's on that same level. Like he's in the same tier of level of MC, in my opinion. He yeah. just didn't blow like Kendrick did. Like, and now now that he's independent. He might have another shot because he's like I follow him on Instagram or whatever, and he's now like super excited that he's out of his contract and he can finally put out music he's like whether it's mixtapes or i get money from wherever to make an album he's like i'll at least be able to release music again he's like i was contractually obligated to not put anything out while i was doing this shit for dre and eminem and all this and he's like it was i know you guys were getting mad at me because i haven't dropped anything in a while but I will be. I mean, it could be worse, though. It could be like Mike Posner. You piss off your engineer or, or you piss off like the label and then they're forced to make the albums and they don't release them. Right. Mm-hmm. I think he put out like or he uh, made like four albums that never got released. Right. Just because he was obligated to. Speaking of people releasing new music before we move on from something new, I am loving that new uh, weekend track, dude. He's like, uh, which like, one? There's two. Holy shit. He's back. Um, 
Here's like a video for it. It's, I, I only I heard the first the video. one. It's pretty trippy. It's kind of like a fear and loathing in Las Vegas type of deal. Him and his boy are all fucked up in Vegas. Um, I can't remember the name. Heartless, maybe? Is it called Heartless? Mm. Weekend. I was nervous, though, because I was starting There's to There's Blinding Lights and Heartless. Heartless yeah. is the yeah. one I'm talking about. Um, I was nervous, though, because like Weekend's last album, Starboy, for me, was just kind of... I like Starboy. Hey, I like Starboy. <laughs> Star I, I like Starboy, <laughs> fam. Wait a minute. I really Wait like Starboy. I like Starboy. even close to his heart as like House of Balloons. And oh, all no, that not at all. But that's, like... that's different. That's the difference between yeah. a mixtape and an album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like... I feel like an album is always a little watered. Like when you get to a certain status, your albums are gonna be watered down. Right, they're gonna to be, be saturated. To get that a commercial bit. aspect exactly. to it, yeah. You know, so you can't really compare we fucking mixtape weekend for sure to album weekend. I just like I like dark fucking depressed ass weekend music <laughs> like a, like i feel like starboy had too many happy tracks. <laughs> I, I like when he makes the shit. Like My favorite line off the air was on. I think it was a reminder. He, he goes, I just won a new award for a kid's show. <laughs> talking about, right. what was it? Talking about something off a bag of blow. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Uh, I can't feel my face blow, when I, yeah, he won yeah. a fucking kid's choice award <laughs> off that song. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, but the video for uh, Weekend's Heartless is dope too. But I want to pull that up. Right I right. like Starboy. I'm just throwing yeah, it out there. I like Starboy. Though, like, this new I'll shit back you on that. Like, I don't care if nobody else like, in the world like it but me and you, but we like Starboy. I like it. There's some tracks <laughs> out there I like for sure, but I mean, this new shit, bro, this is back to like, this is the type of weekend ride for sure. Yeah. Oh, this is like the weekend writing for Drake the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Never need a bitch, I'm what a bitch needs. Trying to find the one that can fix me. I've been dodging death in the six feet. Amphetamine got my stomach feeling sickly. Yeah. I want it all now. I've been running through the pussy, need a dog pound. Hundred models getting faded in a compound. Trying to love me, but they never get a pulse down. Cause I'm hard. I always imagine the weekend is like if Michael Jackson decided to be. The first thing I ever actually, well, actually, I don't think it was the first one of the first things I ever heard by the weekends that cover of Dirty Diana he did off of mm-hmm. uh, the hell was that album? It was like right after House of Balloons trilogy, which is off yeah. the I think it was the first one of the trilogy, but yeah, I mean, he does a cover of Dirty Diana, and I'm like, damn, this is yeah. so cool! <laughs> yeah, it's like my favorite Michael Jackson song, too. So that I was sweet. actually really late to the party on the weekend. Were you? Yeah, right. I, I was really late. I actually started at Kissland. See, I, mm, I always yeah. like All to right. say I was one of the first people to the party because I remember when nobody knew what the weekend looked like. It was just this big mystery. Like, he wouldn't show his face. Yeah. Right. I yeah. definitely didn't know what he looked like for the first couple albums, I don't think. Yeah, like, even with, like, House of Balloons, he just wouldn't show his face and stuff like that. So it was always this, like, big mystery surrounding him. But I, th- I think it was dope because it let the music speak. Right. That's what I like the yeah. best, too, it's man. It's like Sia. See ya, Daft yeah. Punk. A lot of people yeah, do yeah. that shit now too. That's or Dead good, Mouse. Way, good way to live too, because then you don't have to. You can be famous as shit, and then you can still. One go of out, my favorite. Go out and do your thing. One of my favorite moments was uh, Daft Punk when they were at the. Uh, I think they were at the Grammys or some shit, and they had like two guys and just dressed like them going accept their award, but mm-hmm. they were just chilling in normal tuxes mm-hmm. like in the crowd. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that shit is hilarious to me too. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's a good record right there um i'm excited for oh i did forget one thing project 
So you're familiar with Zach Fox, right? Either one. Of you? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the bean kick. The bean kick. Oh, dude, I fucking love that song so much. <laughs> oh, Remember man. Janet Jackson had a titty out. <laughs> oh, that, that's the one that you showed me last week, right? Yeah, yeah that shit is pretty funny. That, that's a funny ass video, video too, bro. <laughs> That is a funny I probably wouldn't have liked the, the, I wouldn't have liked the song at all. Like I didn't know who. Like I, I think it was what the, the praise Jesus. I got song. depression. Yeah, I got depression. <laughs> I heard it. I didn't know who made. I thought I was like, oh, this is a little funny spoof rap song. Whatever. This is this is hilarious. And then, I think who I think Drew Denton posted the link to oh the being kicked the in. being kicked in. And I'm like, dog, what is this? The, like the the name alone. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just try to not venture down a rabbit hole. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna start with just this video. Oh, man. oh God! Zach Fox is one, like one of my favorite Twitter follows, hands down. Yeah. And oh he, he just got banned. But him and Thundercat are all, he got banned they open, from it. Yeah, he well, he he's on he's in Twitter jail right now. But no, I actually that very first time the first time I even heard of Zach Fox, like he opened for uh, the weekend at Magic Stick. Like, that was the very first time I heard of him and he was doing like stand-up comedy. I'm like, who the fuck is Zach Fox? And ever since then, I'm like, this dude is hilarious. And then I remember, I remember when he went to, I think it was South by Southwest or something. And he asked all these people, like, what's it going to take for me to be a rapper? And he dresses up like, uh, fuck it. Alabama breast milk or something like that. <laughs> so, oh man, and he's like does this show for he like gets on stage and does a show and everything. It's hilarious. So if you ever get time, just look up Alabama breast milk. <laughs> Dude, every time I'm scrolling, you know, like on Twitter or whatever, like sometimes you'll see some shit just because someone you follow liked something. Mm-hmm. Right. I see like the weirdest videos all the time because of Thundercat liked it. It'll be like <laughs> fucking weird ass anime videos. Yeah, it's always like, Zach sex, Fox. Having fights with each other. <laughs> 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 the weirdest shit, man. Yeah, it is always Zach Fox. That's funny <laughs> as hell. Um, but yeah, um, I was going to say, you want, before we get to uh, this day in music, I was going to pass the Augs Court back over to you in case you wanted to play any more of your music. Oh, yeah, I'll give y'all one, I'll give y'all one more. All right. One Lucy. Wait the album one Lucy. I'll give y'all one more. All right, there we go. Because I want to give y'all a little bit of this variety. So you can see I'm a man of my word. I, I know, dig it. I'm going to get personal with y'all a little bit. Respect. What was the name of the track with uh, Cyrus on it again? Goals. Goals. I like that one yeah. a lot. Goals, goals, goals. Let's see. I haven't even heard the other weekend one. I have to check that one on the way home. Ooh, this is a hard decision. I'll let you guys pick based on the titles. Okay. All right. You guys want to hear Dance with the Devil mm-hmm. or Picture Me Rolling? I'm gonna go dance with the devil. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Dance with the devil. That's got me intrigued. Okay. So, sounds uh peculiar. Oh, oh, oh. oh, dancing with the devil's not agreeing. Uh-oh. Give me one sec. All right. Thought you were man your word. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Psych out. Wait, is his album out? Nah, I think it's all singles, bro. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd be all over that shit if it was. Blinding lights is the other one. All right, here we go. Dancing with Andre the Dev. Dev.
I like feel like I'm dancing with the devil to a song that never ends. Praying, Father, please forgive me of my sins. I got skeletons all in my closet. I see demons in my friends, and I can hear the reaper calling me again. And it sounds like, ooh, sound like, ooh. Alone in my room, stuck in depression. Mama, she worried, calling the reverend. Twins in my head, Smith and the Wesson. Calling up Gallup, bro, I need a blessing. He said, too busy, can I leave a message? Tell him I'm ready to end it right now. Usually this type of shit ain't my style. Next thing he heard was the 40 go blah. I think I'm losing my head. I'm going out of my mind. My family think it's a phase. Say it'll get better in time. I'm close to the edge and I try not to show it. Roll all my pain in this blunt and I smoke it. Ask your way fierce, ask your way doubt. Fuck your anxiety, live in the moment. They said that we in the last days. Hope I make it to the end. Lately the liquor been calling for me. Fuck it, we at it again Drink till I numb to emotions Smoke till I feel like I'm floating Autopilot, bitch, I'm coasting We didn't lick it with a potion Blackout for a couple days Forgot about the world I took a trip up to the moon To watch this motherfucker twirl Dows the earth in gasoline Tonight I wanna see it burn Cause all these feelings that I'm feeling Feeling like it's hell on earth I feel like I'm dancing with the devil To a song that never ends Praying, Father, please forgive me of my sins I got skeletons all in my closet I see demons in my friends And I can hear the reaper calling me again And it sound like ooh Sound like ooh Into the mind of a maniac I bet it's some shit you relate to Look at myself in the mirror Like stupid bitch I fucking hate you I know you know that shit ain't cool Self love I want all that this is the shit that I go through Metaphorically all facts A poetic tragedy Like Shakespeare meets White Lee This a midsummer night dream I'm just trying to do the right thing Trying to stay high cause I hate when I'm low Stuck in my feelings with nowhere to go Demons are eating away at my soul I'm crying for help but they're not letting go Flirting with death, cheating on life Now they like Drake stay away from the light Me versus the word and I'm losing the fight No I can't give a bitch catch me outside Take everything but you won't take my life Death is so easy, let's give it a try Game on my tears, I don't want her to cry All of this shit I just can't keep aside Teetering on life and death at any given moment, man, sometimes I'll go to sleep, don't wanna wake up in the morning, this little voice inside me like, you got this, just keep going, only get one chance in life, so homie, live it how you want it, I feel like I'm dancing with the devil to a song that never ends, praying, father, please forgive me of my sins, I got skeletons all in my closet, I see demons in my friends, and I can hear the reaper calling me again, and it sounds like, ooh. Because <laughs> I got depression. My God, that's got me really excited for the Did album. You players got. Because <laughs> I got depression. That is. Yeah, man. That beat is cold. Who did that beat? Uh, which one was this? I don't know. I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm in tracks was, on the album. The tracks on the album, uh, I think it's 18. 18? Okay. Nice. 18. It's a full it's a full project, man. Like I said, I wanted to give everybody a little bit of everything. And, you know, depression is one of those things I feel like a lot of people, you know, kind of deal with from time to time on different levels, but nobody really gets to talk about it, you know, it. In, a, in a way that's I feel like other people can relate to. Like, yeah, you can hear like some emo rap or anything, but you see, that's not really like emo rap is more. That's that's what I was going through, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like songs about depression and anxiety and, and shit like that, stress, you know, because 
I think that's the best like therapy to deal with it. Is yeah. to listen to music about it. You're like, oh shit, this this is not me alone. Other people exactly. are going through the same exactly. shit I'm going I, through. That so, was yeah, my goal like with that, that song because I to be honest, I didn't want to write that song. Mm-hmm. I was, I started working on it and I was like, man, compared to everything, that's probably the darkest the album gets. Just mm-hmm. just so you right. so you guys know. But I I got and I'm like writing it and I'm like, man, this is like but it brought so many different emotions to the surface for myself. And I was like, all right, let's finish it. Let's just, let's finish it. And then I was like, I'll just keep this for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm, I, I had another day and I was like, all right, I'm going to go record that one joint real quick and see how it sounds. And I'm like, I'm listening to it. And I was in the studio with C Mills. C Mills has done like all the engineering for Shout it. Shout out to Sweet 328. Yeah. Yeah. C Mills has done the engineering for this whole project. And um, he was like, bro, like this is... This is dope. Like he told, he told me that was one of his favorite songs he's ever recorded, and just the process behind it was dope. You know, like I felt like it was therapy for me because I got to go in the studio and get out a lot of things, and you know, like my family listens to my music, so I feel like this will kind of give them perspective in a way too. Like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, like you know, I go through shit too. Kind of some like kind of let people know you're like they're not alone, and that. yeah, that's man. why I like about that. I'm human yeah. too. I'm not just this this super cool pothead <laughs> it, it's funny too because depression's a weird thing everyone assumes that like if you're depressed that means you're just walking around moping all day and every day no, and that's man. totally no. not it you know you could have your days where you're like happy as shit and then like later on that day for no fucking reason at all you just hit you out of nowhere you're feeling like shit and it's just like that's the scary part about depression you don't really know when it's going to come and go but that's the best way to channel it i think people you would never know you yeah. would never yeah. guess yeah like, you felt like what uh, you think about like people like, say for instance, like Anthony Boudin. Boudin, sorry, Boudin. So I p- apologize. <laughs> Dude, with Food Network, he literally traveled on the world, like trying, like cooking, trying different food right. and everything like that. Probably the best job in the world. Dude killed himself. Yeah, like, I, I just can't. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's man. Crazy. Robin Williams too. Robin Williams, yeah. yeah, it's real, bro. Yep, that's for sure, man. It's it's weird too. Like when you think about like going throughout your day, like interacting with people, you don't know what that person's going through. Yeah, behind you, closed you doors. You never know. You know. So, so yeah, it's definitely an interesting thing. Oh man, that's got me really excited for the project though. I can't wait for that. What was the release date on that again? December twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Man, the, re- the, the release party is on the twenty seventh. Man, slide through the release party too. Ooh. I got a bunch of special yeah. stuff. Where's the release party at? It's at a uh, launch social. It's right on Packard and Platt in Ann Arbor. Okay. Yep, and that little strip where like they got the little Caesars and everything. I'll make sure I send you guys a flyer so you oh, got the shit. info. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I want to go to that for sure. Yeah, we're doing some prize giveaways. I got actually, I'll tell you guys. I got a, a, a my own strain of weed. I'm dropping what? that same day too. Oh damn! Yep, for the album. Oh, damn. The strain is called Paradise Sky. Nice. Yeah. I like that. And so yeah, we we're working on a uh, we're working on it still some more. You know, it should be ready to go by the party. Hopefully, we're everything's on schedule to be ready for the party. So. Dope. Speaking of strains of weed and shit, I just saw, like, just real briefly, I saw that in the first eight days, there were only three, so only three shops have opened so far. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first eight days, they made 1.6 million, so. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <nuts>. wild. <laughs> I mean, they're charging, what, like, 75 and eighth or something oh, yeah, like that? It's, it's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous but still. But I think it just, like, the ability to be able to go to the store and buy weed is fucking glorious. That is pretty tight. Not for 75 and eighth. No, yeah, I, I'm definitely plus not going to get my... <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna be getting my buds there, but it'll be cool oh, no. to Just go that, there and like experience. I'll drive with, past like, the, the, uh, and all that shit. I'm there for the cause. Type yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Do you want anything? No, I'm just browsing because you guys are. 
oh. ridiculous. Speaking of which, I'm just figuring out what I want to steal <laughs> for you because I don't think you tried it the first time I did it. Uh, I am brewing again. It's in the carboy as we speak. I just worked right. on this Sunday. All right. Yes, sir. It'll be done in a few weeks. Bring me some to the party and we'll trade. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's perfect. (laughs) But anyways, I wanted to get along to um, this day in music. And there was we had a couple good weeks in a row with that. Uh, Last week, there was a bunch of good ones. And then this week, there's a bunch of good ones as well. I think I had down like five of them. Um, So on this day in music in 1965, David Bowie, at 18 years old, recorded his first song that was going to end up being uh, released as a single. The first single ever released under the name David Bowie, by the way. And that song was called uh, Can't Help Thinking About Me, which is just crazy to think about Bowie being 18 years old. (laughs) How long ago that was, man, because I've been such a big fan. How old was Bowie when he passed? Like 50-something? He was, uh, I think, almost 70, 60-something, I think, years old. Don't quote me on that, but I think he was in his 60s. Um, but yeah, so that was a cool one, I thought, because I love Bowie. Um, and then also on this day in music in um, 1967, Otis Redding actually died in a plane crash um, wow. at 26 years old, which is crazy. I didn't even know that Otis Redding was that fucking young when he died. For some reason, I thought that he had lived longer than that. He had kind of an old, like an old soul kind of voice to his singing Otis style. Redding? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, I'm a huge fan of his too. Um so I think that was an important day of today. He was 69, by the way. 69? Yes. So close to seven. So we were both pretty much right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on this day in 1971, Frank Zappa was playing um, oh, the first of two nights in, at London's Rainbow Theater in England. And he was pushed off stage by Trevor Howell, who was a jealous boyfriend of someone that Frank Zappa had slept with. And... It's crazy though because he fell off like way far down into a concrete floored orchestra pit, and the band thought that he was dead. He suffered a bunch of fractures, head trauma, injuries to his back, neck, back, leg, neck, and as well as a crushed larynx. Uh, so wow. they had to like cancel the whole show. That and is everything. a hell of a fuck. Yeah, I don't know why. Frank crazy. Frank Zappa had a hell of a career, but the only thing I can ever every time I think of Frank Zappa, I only think about the Jewish princess song. Every <laughs> yeah. fucking time. He's got some super weird music <laughs> for sure. He definitely has. Oh some my super god, out that's, there music. that's literally the only thing I can think of. Every, the first thing I think of when I think of Frank Zappa, I want a horny little Jewish princess. <laughs> la, la, la. That's the. And he's made some like classic songs, but that's the only one I can think of. Like, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one jumping a few years later on this day in 1973 in New York, the famous club CBGB opened up. Oh, shit. And the first uh, ever show there was Blondie, uh, Patti Smith, and the Ramones. Um, so I thought that was a pretty. Did cool you ever one. watch that movie? That's a good movie. I yeah, like that with movie. uh, they. I mean, they, it was like the start of like what was it? Iggy Pop was there. Iggy uh, Pop, the Ramones, the uh, Sex Sting. Pistols, not Sting. Well, Sting. Well, Sting. But the Police. The Police. Yep, the yeah. Police were there. Uh, Joy Division was there. New Order. I mean, everyone that was in punk rock music at that time or in that played wheelhouse at CBGB. Was there. Yeah. Played CG, CBGB. And then also on this day, jumping way further ahead in 2000, Eminem went one or number one with uh, Stan. Um, off of uh, Marshall Mathers LP, right? That was a yeah. That was Marshall yeah. Mathers yep, LP. Yep, that was. Yep. That that album actually got me in so much trouble when I was a kid. Me too. Yeah. So look, I'm. I remember. I'm like, I think me and my mom are in like some liquor store or whatever when I was a kid, 
and they I I had the Marshall Mathers LP on cassette. This is, huh. so I remember <laughs> seeing it like behind the counter. I'm like, what's that? I want that tape right there. Had no, I had no idea who Marshall Mathers was, Eminem, none of that shit. Right. And I go and pop it in, and the first I think the first track on there is fucking kill you. Yep. <laughs> and. My mom is like, no, get this shit out of my tape player right now. Like, what? what is this? What did you go buy? And I'm like, I, di- I didn't know this was on there. I just I just won't listen to this song. And it, we didn't really have a skip button, so you either had to listen to it or fast forward it all the way through. Right. And then we get to like, you know, just farther into that, <laughs> that crazy album, bro. Man, I, I think it was like, they had like the King Kniff skit on there. Yeah. And, and sure I'm like, oh, like, ICP. and she walked in. She's like, I, I told you to get rid of this. Oh, man. So, yep. oh, there we go. I was last pulling this up. Speaking of Eminem, I actually saw like Uber Facts posted this in 2010. Eminem is actually a world class Donkey Kong player, believe what? it or not. In 2010, Sorry. he entered with a high score that would have put him in near top 30 of all time Crazy. in Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's a funny ass fact about him. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, anyways, we forgot at the top of the pod. That's all I had for some or for this day. Uh, RIPs and birthdays. Birthdays and RIPs. Um, we'll we'll just we'll actually do this in reverse order because we're probably gonna want to talk about the RIP a little bit more than the birthdays. Um, the only notable birthday I had down for today was Meg White from the White Stripes. Uh, the drummer of the White Stripes turns forty five today, and that was really literally the only one I had down. Uh, I remember seeing her my junior year of high school up at the Masonic. Shout Temple. out to Third Man Records. Shout out to Third Man. Shout out White Stripes. Been a big fan my whole life. Um, and then yeah, the RIPs. Um, we Two had big ones. Carol Spiney or Spinney, I'm sorry, from uh, who was the voice of uh, Big Bird Oscar and Oscar Grouch and Grouch. Big, yeah, big Bird, and he did that shit for 72 years, is what I read on the thing. He did it from with the time he was a young man all the way up into his 80s, and he was in that Big Bird costume yeah. up until like a few years ago doing that shit live every time. That's crazy to think about, right? It smells like. <laughs> oh man! Probably not. I wonder, if they had, <laughs> I wonder if they had multiple costumes. Oh, I'm sure they. Had I was it. thinking about that. Like, if you had, like, even like mascots, like say, like Hooper or something like that for the Pistons, do they have multiple Hoopers. Maybe. Oh, I'm know. sure they. Oh, yeah. I, I remember high school. We had one mascot costume. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think of Oscar or Sesame Street, though, I just think of Chappelle where he's talking about, he's like, Oscar, why are you such a grouch? Bitch, I live in a fucking trash, trash can. And nobody is helping me. <laughs> that, is, that joke doesn't make sense until you're an adult and you got to pay bills and everything. It was like, right. yeah, I'd be mad when I got to pay rent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one of my favorite stand-ups of all time. That shit's hilarious. But then also, um, I wanted to say rest in peace to all the people that were affected about the, uh, in the shootout in Jersey City today. There was a, a shootout oh, yeah. at like a local market on the side streets where a cop, one of the a veteran cop, died, and then six bystanders as well. So, rest in peace to those people. Um, and then, last but certainly not least, um, real sad news out of the hip hop world: Juice World, who was only just turned twenty one years old, like that week. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. David, uh, now it's coming out. It was a overdose on Percocets and prescription pills. Um, which is kind of a crazy story as the shit's unfolding. Yeah. Did you guys read about like what's the yeah. story? Yeah, he had like 70 pounds of weed on him on a plane yeah, or some guns. shit. Yeah, apparently there were guns reported on the plane. I guess like the pilots or something like that found out about it and that's when they called the cops. And so they were about to get searched and I, I guess he took as much perk as he could to hide it. Mm-hmm. 
and ultimately i want to know yeah. how fam got all that on the plane in, in, in the first like, place yeah a pound of weed ain't hard it ain't easy to hide well they were on a private jet so i know that makes it a little bit easier but still you're still not allowed to have guns weapons drugs none of that shit yeah. on, i mean it's a, a plane. and it's so you ain't allowed a to domestic have flight on a plane <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then like also like i would because the pilot reported it so it makes me curious about like what was his team doing with the he, they had to have the pilot had to have seen them like the co-pilot the was like hey fam we hey no we can't so get you caught know. that shit <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know it's just a weird story to me why would you have 70 pounds of weed traveling on a tour to from one state to another like that's a, i don't know but you, you know what it, but this is the thing it's social media so we'll probably get 14 more stories before oh, midnight sure. tonight we definitely will no it was 17 grams of weed and you know all this that's a typo shit. yeah like and yeah. if you already got all that other shit on you, I won't be worried about swallowing That's the That's how I feel. If you got guns and 70 pounds of weed, the Percocet is like the last thing I'm worried yeah. about. But, I mean, it should just kind of, like, I hope that it kind of puts shit in perspective for, you know, this generation of artists coming yeah. up. Because I was having a conversation with, I think it was my older brother not long ago, and he was like, you know, music is crazy because it's... it's transformed to where like the drug dealers were like the cool kids mm -hmm. and now it's the drug users mm -hmm. are like all the cool kids and that's what people look up to and you know it's about how many how much of this can i take before you know inevitably like i die did yeah, you see clown on you if you were the user make yeah. fun of you for being a fan. did you see jordan lucas tweet actually about that about no, the famous did, yeah. not at all Juice World was 21. He was a product of the generation of rappers who glorified glorified drugs and made it cool. I'm blaming y'all niggas for this shit. All that lean and pills glorifying uh, and talking about you teaching kids to do it. Y'all happy now? Rest in peace, Juice World. Going for real, and I would say that that that's that shit started when when we were younger with like. I would say with like Lil Wayne and yep. you know UGK and all that shit, you know, because that Pimps was all like off of that, that shit. was all right. That yeah. was all the lean rap and all that shit right there. That it, and I feel like it should only take one person, but you know, mm -hmm. people hard headed. It, exactly. Like I feel like I also say the same thing about crack in the eighties. Like yeah, you should have saw one crackhead and been like, right, yeah, never mind. This is not what we want to do, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, the scary, thing, the scary thing is though, this is all shit that's being sold legally in the country now. You know what I yeah. mean? Like this is all like pharmaceutical companies are pushing this shit on kids all day, every day. Yeah, go to a, I remember in my, it, especially my time in high school, that era is when Adderall and all that shit first came out on the mm -hmm. market. And you went to the doc because I, I know because I was prescribed to it. You go to the doctor, you tell them you have any types of problem with paying attention or cognitive ability of focusing and learning. Oh, boom, here's some Adderall. It's like. And they weren't they weren't really really checking to see what was wrong with you. They just knew that they were gonna make some money off of yeah, those scripts. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same shit. It's just big the, pharma, man. Big pharma. See, the, my the mom had a now. great my mom had a great remedy for not paying attention in class. It was called a fucking belt. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to go to the doctor for that. Sometimes my, I would want a doctor afterwards. <laughs> my dad would only have to say so. After he corrected my behavior once, all he'd have to say was attitude adjustment. And I knew exactly what the fuck he Man, was talking about. Yeah. And then I never, I would just shut up. <laughs> and I wouldn't have to misbehave after Doctor that. trying to put me on some pills. No, he just need a whooping. Yep. Right. <laughs> Give me five minutes with him, Doc. <laughs> just such a different, weird climate that we're living it's in It's a different now. world. Yeah. It sure is. You can't hit your kids now. Nope, nope, definitely not. Holla at AP. Your kids yep. will call the police on you now. <laughs> you know what, Mom? Shouldn't have bought me a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs>
There's that one Mike Epps stand up where where uh, he's talking about like the little white kid in his garage is pissed off at his parents. And he's got a perfect leg. Like, what's wrong, Timmy? You're the fucking problem, mom. You're fucking dead. You took my goddamn skateboard away. <laughs> it's, like, it's just hilarious. Actually, that was live in Detroit too. Yep. Mike Epps. Yeah, I know exactly which one that is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that's all I got for topics of shit today. Unless you had anything else. The either. man who ate the hundred twenty thousand dollar banana. You heard about that? I right? did hear about this. <laughs> this shit is kind of hilarious, bro. <laughs> this shit is the greatest thing. <laughs> that's like almost as funny as like the Banksy thing when the paint when the shit shredded. I guess yeah, when yeah it was that was hilarious. That's up there. That's on par with this right now. Yeah. Uh, the banana duct tape to the wall. If you don't know what we're talking about, recently at an art show. Um, a literally all it was was a banana duct taped to a basically like a, a canvas and it sold for $120,000 and the guy that bought it just ate the banana so like <laughs> it's the biggest flex I've ever seen in my life right. I think most expensive this <laughs> it's like, yeah. what frivolous shit can I do today with my money <laughs> seriously That's... or you know what they were talking about today on Dave and Chuck they were like either that or it's the most brilliant lund- money laundering scheme I've ever fucking heard of. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if Definitely. you think about it, that's, that's what most art, expensive art is. I feel like it's for money sure laundering. It it's just washing it. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee that's what most art is. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think so too, bro. I, I agree Like expensive with you on that. art. Yep. Because, I mean, what, what classify? Like, art is like. Art is subjective. It's super subjective. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, especially when it comes to paintings and shit, like, that could look like dog shit to you and it could look like the. Best work of art someone's ever seen. Boy, I'm about to pick up a box of Crayola on the way to the crib and get it popping. That's go. what I'm saying, man. You <laughs> see the <laughs> shit that Action Bronson be doing? It's not that good, but people love it. Grab you one of these half million dollar <laughs> stick figures. <laughs> it's straight up. That's Fuck for rap. sure. I'm, I'm in the wrong industry, bro. I'm in duct tape a banana to... <laughs> to, to a, a sci- can- yeah, a science project board, <laughs> pretty much. Like just some chloroplast or some shit like that. <laughs> Well, you guys want to plug your socials and shit before we head up out of here? Oh, yeah, sure, man. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at Dre underscore Dav. Um, YouTube and Facebook at Dre Dav 420. Because I smoke weed. <laughs> see what he did there. Classic. <laughs> Mine's just at Neo Richter 518 on Instagram, and that's pretty much the only social I use, so just follow me there. You can follow us at, uh, at Beats underscore underscore Brews, or me personally at I Hate E-Man Bates. And then before we go, I always like to plug this in. Yes, if you follow our link at patreon.com slash Beats and Brews official, uh, if you feel like, you know, if you feel like just like uh, donating to our cause a little bit, we try to provide the best podcast we can to you guys at all. And studio time is expensive as well as other stuff we, you know, we want to do to make this podcast bigger, get more equipment. Uh, so if you guys feel like donating, I, I greatly appreciate it. I know Neil and I, from the bottom of our hearts, we would thank you guys. And, and we're trying to turn our house into a studio so we can set up shop in Detroit. Too. <laughs> that too. And then we're trying to get the uh, the live aspect going because we would like to get live performances and stuff like that set up as well. Yep. So try, we're look, yeah, we've been looking at again. Like there's this uh, program called, uh, fuck, what was it? The... Sling Studio. Sling, Sling Studio. It pretty much hits all your social medias and like cameras at once. Okay. So, because I have a port, I have like an actual camera as well as this guy. Neil has one too. It hit mm-hmm. and cell phones and stuff like that. It hits all that at once. So we're thinking about doing like right behind us, where you know there's like oh, yeah, behind yeah. before you know there that thing behind. Yeah. We're thinking about doing like live uh, music out there, like an actual like live performance type okay. thing. Yeah. That was that's the goal. Yeah, that would yeah. be that would be dope. 
Yeah, because we want to start um Rap City to Basement. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely want to start some beats and brews shows as we continue this podcast along. We got one in two weeks. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. <laughs> but, yeah, um, technically. I'll come I'll come as long as I could bring these half million dollar finger paints. Yeah, oh, man. You can definitely Let's come and say that's As long as you give me 10%. I got you, bro. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, anyways, to take us out this week, um, as we were talking about earlier, the artist that I just came to know this week, uh, his name is Jameson, and this is a track like the off whiskey? his- Just like the whiskey, yep. It's only, it's spelled J-M-S-N, if you're going to look so him up. So it's not like the whiskey. So it's not like the whiskey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, this was off his project from 2018, and this is a track that I really enjoyed off it called Talk is Cheap. I think he makes some really interesting music, and hopefully you'll agree. And um, Oh, also, episode 60 featuring Breeze is up now. I just uploaded it before the podcast started. Shout out to Breeze. Shout, Shout out, out Breeze. To Breeze. And Fourth and Goal Rex. Yes, sir. Fourth hey, and Goal Rex. I was just thinking, too. Hmm. A song with me and Breeze would be dope. It yeah, would be really would. dope. That was just a, a thought I had the other day. I think you guys should uh, work on that. Yeah. You know, Breeze is always trying to drop shit, so mm-hmm. I think he would do that for sure. But um, And then also next week on the podcast from uh, Netflix's Rhythm and uh, Flow TV show, we got Sam B. Yourself, who made it into like the, the finalists on that show. Um, yeah, he's going to show next Detroit, week. and yeah. he's going to be on the show next week. So That's dope. That should be fun, too. But uh, without further ado, here's Talk is Cheap from Jameson. Peace. See you later.
funny How you get on my case It's real funny Pushing me beyond my limits Talking about numbers and Cheap, y'all do it. Don't you waste your time.